Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Hashyakrutau Vande Bhagavantau Punapunaha Ishvaro Guru Atmeve Murti Vedarivhagine Vyomavat Vyapta Dehaya Dakshinamurtaye Namaha Omitti Lakshara Mudgita Mopasita Omitti Hyudgayate Tasyopavyakyanam Madhvadishu Asambhavad Anadhikaram Jaiminihi Jyotishibhavacca Bhavamtu Badarayanaha Astihi So argument was made Yadabhyuktam Mantrasavadayo Anyasatvat Nadevatavigrahadi Prakashana Samarthamidi. That mantra, mantra and Arthavada both are meant to serve some other purpose. And therefore, they cannot be used for establishing like the form of the Devata which they seem to reveal. But then, we cannot take what the Arthavada or Mantra says literally because they are supposed to serve the purpose, some other purpose such as of the Vidhi or of, of a ritual. So, remember that we will be told that the three kinds of Arthavada. So, what the Purupakshi says is alright in some cases, but not alright in every case. <coughs> so, that the background is being made for that. For example, with an Arthavada which says, Adityo Yupaha, this sacrificial post is son. Definitely, you cannot take that literally because the Yupa is not son. <coughs> So the Purupakshi says that just because this statement says that the Yupa is son, you cannot use that statement to say that, well, Veda says that this Yupa or the secretary post is son. Because this is meant to serve a different purpose. It is meant to praise the Yupa or the sacrificial post and to praise the ritual. And thus encourage a person to perform a certain ritual that involves the sacrificial post. <coughs> So, however, the example that the Vedantin gives is Vayavyam Shvetam Alabheta Bhuti Kamaha. A person who is desirous of prosperity should offer a white animal, white goat to the Vayudevata. <coughs> now here it says, and then the Arthavada says, Vayurvik Shepishta Devata. Vayu or wind god is a swift deity. Now that's, that is truth also. So there are statements like this where we can take the Arthavada also and take the meaning as it says. <coughs> so there is a kind of Arthavada which is called Bhuta Arthavada which says what is. There is an Arthavada which is meant for praising something or sanctioning something. There is an Arthavada which reiterates what is known elsewhere. And there is an Arthavada which says what is or what was. So that being the case, when it comes to that kind of Arthavada, we can take literally what the statement says. This is the argument here. <coughs> so Vashakaratra Brumaha, this is what we have to say. Pratya Pratyauhi Sadbhav Asadbhavayo Karanam. Whether Vayurvik Shepishtha Devata, wind is a swift deity, whether wind is a swift deity or not, you know, or Agnir Himasthivesharyam, that fire is the antidote for cold. So there, if this is true, so Pratyaya Pratyaya, you see fire as, as removing the cold, then there is a Pratyaya, the cognition of fire as remover of the cold. In that case, 
We have to accept that there is fire, there is removal of the cold. Not whether it is Anathavada statement or not. So, Nanyarthatvam, Ananyarthatvam. It does not matter whether a sentence serves a different, is a tatpari and a different sentence. What matters is that what it says can be verified by valid means of knowledge. That fire is the remover of cold can be verified by perception, by the valid means of knowledge. In that case, you can take that statement literally. So, Bhashyakara says, Yuktam chayat swarapana pratishede padanvayasya ekatvat avantaravakyasya agrahanam. In case the statement suggests, nasuram pibeda. One should not drink alcohol. There, all these three words combine with each other to make one sentence and convey one sense. Then you cannot take part of the sentence, suram pibeda, you know, excluding the nakara and says suram pibeda is another vakya here. You cannot say that one vakya conveying one sense. So, <clears throat> however, when it comes to two vakyas, arthavada vakya and vidhi vakya, vidhi uddesha arthavada yostu, arthavada sthani padani prusak anvayam vrittana visham pratipadya. Whereas in case of arthavada and vidhi, the statement of the arthavada is also a vakya, it is also a sentence consisting of its own words. Such as Vayurvik Shepishtha Devata is an Arthavada. That wind is a swift deity. So that's a Vakya sentence in itself. Possessing its own Pada or the words Vayuhu, Vai, Shepishtha Devata. So there, Arthavada Sthani Padani, the words that, ob- that obtain in the statement called Arthavada. Prusak Anvayam Vrattandvisham Pradipadya. They first of all have their own syntactical relationship and they convey meaning of what is, in this case, the swiftness of the vayu. Then Anantaram. Then we ask this question, why is the statement made? What's the need of saying that vayu is a swift deity? Kaimarthyavashena Vides Tavakatvam Pradipadya Then we understand that the reason why the vayu is praised as a swift deity is because vayu is, is there is a ritual in which vayu is the devata who is invoked and vayu is so great therefore the ritual also is so great and thus a person is encouraged to motivated to perform the ritual. Thus this statement that the vayu is a swift deity is meant to praise a ritual. But then why happens to a swift deity, you know? So it is Bhutarthavada, is an Arthavada stating what is. So first of all understand that statement, that why is a swift deity. So that statement does convey its own meaning. The Arthavada statement does convey its own meaning first. That this Yuba is Aditya, it conveys a meaning. Then we ask the question, what's the reason for this statement? Then we realize that it is meant to praise a certain ritual. <coughs> in that case, the Yupa is not Aditya, therefore we have to resort to something else. In this case, Vayu happens to be a swift deity and therefore you understand that statement first. So this is important. Arthavadasthani padani prusak anvayam vrittandvesham pratipadya The words obtaining in the statement called Arthavada they first, they have their own anvaya, they have their own syntactical relay combination and they convey a, a central idea of that statement. <laughs> In this case, an idea pertaining to Vayu, which is an existing entity and which is a swift deity. Then we go, the, how do we decide that this is Narthavada? Then when we find what's the purpose of the statement, that this statement does not on its own communicate any act. It is not a vidhi statement. It is not a statement of injunction, not enjoining any karma. So then you ask, what's the purpose of the statement? Because as far as Vimamsa Gada are concerned, a statement is meaningless unless it is directly or indirectly you know, connected with a statement enjoining karma. So this statement does not enjoy karma, enjoying karma. So we ask, so what's the purpose of this statement? Because it is Vedic statement, therefore, it is valid. Every word is valid. 
So in what then is the sentence valid? Then videyas tavagatvam pratipadyante. Then those words by tatparya they become the stuti or the extolling of a certain vidhi. <coughs> then you decide this arthavada of the nature of stuti connected to a given vidhi. You see. Yathahi vayavyam shvetam alaveta bhutika. There are also these words convey meaning first that why is the swift deity and then you ask a question what for why is swavava sankirtanena tu avantaram anvayam pratipadya so why is swavava sankirtanena so by declaring or announcing or praising the nature of the vayu avantaram anvayam pratipadya so first of all that's anvaya that statement is taken on its own and you arrive at the meaning, which says, which is declares the nature of vibe. Then, we ask, what is the reason for the statement? Vishishta daivatyam idam karamaiti vidim stuvanti. And then those words result into praising that particular vidhi, where vibe is the devata, who is, where the offering is made to vibe devata. <coughs> so thus Vashyakara showed how, Arthavada also conveys its own independent meaning. Now we go to page 271. Say Ratna Brava, Arthavada Sarvatra Swartha Grahanam Ashankya. Does it mean that all the Arthavada statements convey their own meaning? Does it mean the example that you gave is okay? Does it mean that all Arthavada statements can be taken literally? Swartha Grahanam, all of them convey their own meaning independently. Iti Ashankya, Arthavadan Vibhajate. Then Bhashyakara here classifies the, the Arthavada, different classes, different Arthavadas are there. That not all Arthavadas, but a particular Arthavada is what conveys its own meaning. Tadhyatraiti, <coughs> so Bhashyakara says. Tadhyatra. Saha Avantaravakyarthaha Pramanantar Gocharo Bhavati Tatra Tat Anuvadena Arthavada Pravartade Tadyatra. Now, with Tad means Tatra with reference to different kinds of Arthavada. Yatra saha avantara vakyartha. That avantara vakya, the secondary vakya, the supporting vakya, in this case arthavadan. So vakyartha, those words obtaining in the arthavada vakya have their own meaning. So vakyartha, the meaning of that vakya. Such as vayavarvaik shepishtha devata. Now in this case, agnir himasya beshajam. That the fire is the, is the remover of or antidote of cold. So, now that's, a, that, those words convey their own vakyartha. So, those words convey their own meaning. Pramanantar gocharo bhavati. So, then you check or you uh, scrutinize whether this, this sentence conveys a meaningful thing. Does it convey a meaning which is in conformity with the existing reality? So, pramanantar gocharo bhavati. Pramanantar is what? Say protection, perception. So then this conforms to the perception, perceptual knowledge that fire is indeed the remover of coal. Tatra tad anuvadena arthavada pravartate. Then we say that arthavada proceeds to anuvada, meaning that reiterating what is or reasserting what is. What is this? Yes, fire is the remover of coal. So that Vedic statement just restates what is already known through other means of knowledge. So when the Veda says something which is known or which can be known through other means of knowledge, it is called Anuvada because then that statement does not convey anything new. It is not Anadigatam. In this case, this knowledge is not Anadigatam, meaning that this Anadigatam, this is something that can be known through other means of knowledge. Therefore, that is, that is not Pramanam as far as the Veda is concerned. So, this is not Pramana Vakya. 
it becomes pramana vakya by way of supporting a certain vision. So says Ratnavara, Tat means Tatra. Tatra means Arthavadeshu, with reference to the different kind of Arthavada. Yatra, Agnir Himasabesham, Ityadav. So in a statement such as, the fire is the remover of the coal, in a sentence like that, Pramanantar Gochara Bhavati, which conforms to the knowledge we gain through other means of knowledge such as perception, this is called Anuvada. This is also Arthavada. But Arthavada proceeds to do its job by way of Anuvada, by way of reiterating or reasserting what is already known. <coughs> Second, Yatra Pramanantara Viruddha Tatra Gunavadena So says Ratnava Adityo Yupaha Iti Abhedo Baditaha. Then the statement says Adityo Yupaha. Yupa the sacrificial post is son. It is, but then everybody knows from perception that a sacrificial post is not son. So what does this statement say? Aditya Yupaha. That sacrificial post is son means it says sacrificial post is son. Both are one. But the oneness is actually negated by perception. That yupa is not aditya. So abhedaha baditaha. She is not abaditam jnana. Anadikatam abaditam. So what is called prama or valid knowledge has this criteria. Anadikatam which cannot be known through the means of knowledge. Abhadiram which cannot be sublated. Which cannot be negated later on. <coughs> so these are the two important criteria. In this case... This Anadikatam, nowhere else do you know that the Yupa is Aditya. But it's not Abhaditam because when you look at the Yupa, you find it's not Aditya. Therefore, the knowledge created by the sentence is negated by the knowledge given by perception. Therefore, you cannot take this sentence literally. The need to take the sentence only by Lakshanavrti, meaning that by only an implied meaning. So, what is it? Bhashyakara says, Jatra Pramanantar Viruddha Tatra Gunavadena. Then you take only one guna of Aditya and one guna of Yupa. Not the whole Aditya, whole Yupa is Aditya or everything about Yupa is Aditya. One aspect of Yupa is equal to one aspect of Aditya. So one guna, what is it? Tejasvitvadi Gunavadaha. That Yupa, the sacrificial post also looks very bright because it is covered with ghee, you know, and therefore and so you anoint it with ghee. That's why it reflects a flame and looks very uh, bright. <coughs> so brightness of yupa and brightness of aditya, they are equal. So the guna, one attribute of aditya is equal to an attribute of, I mean, of yupa is equal to attribute of aditya. That is called gunavada, an attributive arthavada, gunavada. <coughs> so this is by lakshana vritti. What is lakshana vritti? The only Tejasvitvam is what is meant and we don't take this statement literally. So what is connected to Yupa is Tejasvitvam, is brightness. And so brightness is equal to brightness, not Yupa is equal to Aditya. <coughs> then further, Yatra tu tadubhayam nasti tatra kim pramanantar abhavat Gunavadasyad Ahusvita Pramanantar Avirodhat Vidyamana Vada Ide Pratiti Sharanahi Vidyamana Vada Hai Yatra do tat uvayam nasti. Yatra vajrahastav purandaraha. Indra wields a thunderbolt in his hand. So that's the statement also from Veda. Now, manandra samvada visanda visamvada nastaha. There, kim pramanandra bhava. There's no way for us to verify that. 
because Indra is not an object of perception or inference. The only means of knowledge we have to know that Indra wields a thunderbolt is only Shastra, Shabda, Veda. The, we don't have perceptual knowledge, nor inference, nor the means of knowledge by which we can know that Indra is, there is an Indra who holds weapon, such as namely thunderbolt. They were Pramanantarabhavad. Other than this Shabda, there is no Pramana by which we can know, we can verify whether Indra holds weapon or not. Therefore, normally when the other Pramana is not there, you call it Gunavada, you know. Meaning that there is no Pramana to prove that Yupa is Aditya, then you take Gunavada, that one Guna of Yupa is one Guna of Aditya. But here, we cannot say that there is no way that we can verify whether Indra is holding weapon or not. So, Pramanantan is not there. Then, Ahos with Pramanantar Avirodhat, not this statement contradict anything that you know by the means of knowledge. So, by perception, inference, whatever you know, this statement that Indra wields a weapon, that statement does not contradict also what you know. Then, if it contradicts, then it is Gunavada. Does not contradict, then it is Anuvada. But it does not contradict also. We can't say whether it contradicts or not. Therefore, you cannot classify it as Anuvada or Gunavada. <coughs> so, Pramanantavada Bhavat, Vidyamanavada Hiti, then the third Vada is called Bhutarthavada or Vidyamanavada. It only says what is true. That's all. <coughs> so, that is Gunavada. It's a factual statement. That Indra Hasta Purandara, Indra wills, so uh, Vajra is, is a uh, Vajra Hasta Purandara, that Purandara wills Vajra is a simply factual statement. <coughs> then we should not take it Anuvada. Anuvada is what? What reiterates, what, I mean reiterating what is known through other means of knowledge, but this cannot be known through other means of knowledge, so it's not Anuvada. What is Gunavada? That which contradicts what is known through the means of knowledge. But then, since we know the means of knowledge, you can't say it contradicts also. So it neither conforms nor contradicts. Then we have to go by this statement only. This statement is only one that is available to us for knowing what Indra is or Purandra is. Therefore, it's called Vidyamana Vadahiti Pratiti Sharanahi. So those people who are devoted to Pratiti or knowledge in this particular case, so those people who are thinking people, deliberating people, vidyamanavada ashraniya, they must take vidyamanavada or bhutarthavada, the gunavada. So this is not a statement of gunavada, only telling about one guna of purandara, but it is telling what is. So we take, it's a factual statement. So we should take this factual statement, bhutarthavada. <coughs> Suratnavara so, says, Yatra, Vajrastha Parandara Ityadav, Manantara, Samvada, Visanvada, Nasta, because we have no other means of knowledge, therefore it neither conforms to what you know through the means of knowledge, nor does it contradict, because no other means of knowledge available to verify or contradict this fact. So when you cannot verify, nor can you contradict, when you can verify, it is Anuvada, when it contradicts, it is Gunavada. When you cannot verify, nor can you contradict, then what? Tatra bhūtārthavāda hai. Call it bhūtārthavāda, satyārthavāda hai. Meaning that it is a factual statement. Iti vimushya iti adhyahāra hai. So, when you see pramānāntar avirodhāt vidyamānavāda iti, on the page 272, after you must add one vimushya. Iti vimushya. So people who are thinking people, people deliberating people, they should thus do the vimarsha, they should deliberate. Then this does not conform to what is known, nor does it contradict what is known, then how, what should we take it? We should take it as a factual statement. <coughs> so in the page 271, the previous page, if you look at Nyayandinana, the third line from the bottom, Uktamhi, Virodhi gunavadasyat anuvado vadharite bhūtārthavādas taddhānāt arthavādas tridhāmataha. Arthavādas 
त्रिधामता दे अथवा इस सेट बी ऑफ थ्री काइंड थ्री फोल्ड विरोध गुणवाद है सो वेन वट द स्टेटमेंट से इज कॉन्ट्रेडिक्स वॉट वी नो थ्रू द मीन्स ऑफ नॉलेज इसको गुणवाद है अनुवाद अवधारित है वेन इट कन्फर्म्स वॉट वी नो थ्रू द मीन्स ऑफ नॉलेज अनुवाद है भामती अतः एव यत्र प्रमाणांतर यजमानुष्टि सो वन फिस्ट फुल ऑफ दर्भ इसका यजमान so darva is praised as yajman or a sacrificer ityo madeh where the contradict you know that this is not yajman tatra yatha pramana so adeh tatra yatha pramanandar avirodha yatha jastutyartha then what happens is how do you take that statement so yatha pramanandar avirodha you know that the upa is not aditya so you can this statement should not contradict what you know pramanand avirodha yathaja stutyarthata or it is for stuti or extolling tat ubhay siddhyartam so this statement must be true even aditya yupa also the statement is pramana valid but then it how do you interpret the statement not by vachyartha by lakshyartha so that it does not contradict your knowledge that yupa is not aditya the same time it's so the purpose of stuti tad uvay siddhyartam gunavada stuti cha tat siddhi is jaimini asutra all this is discussed in the purva mimamsa jaimini said that this is gunavada this is the attributive asavada tasmat yatra sahartha arthavadanam pramanantar viruddha तत्र गुणवादेन प्राशस्त्य लक्षण लक्षित लक्षण दिस इज बाय लक्षणावृत्ति यू से दैट दिस इज प्रशस्ते दिस मियरली एक्सटोलिंग एंड नॉट टेलिंग द ट्रूथ आई मीन नॉट स्टेटिंग ए रियालिटी सो दिस इज लक्षणावृत्ति यत्र तो प्रमाणांतर संवाद तत्र प्रमाणांतरादि प्रमाणांतराद इव अर्थवादा भी स्वर्थ प्रसिद्धति प्रमाणांतर संवाद सो वेदर्मी विद वॉट यू नो थ्रू परसेप्शन लाइक द फायर इज द एंटीडोट ऑफ कोल्ड दमाणांतरा इव अर्थवादादी सो परसेप्शन ऑल्सो सेज दैट द फायर इम ऑज कोल्ड दिस स्टेटमेंट ऑल्सो सेज दर स अर्थ प्रसिद्धति सो दैट मीनिंग एक्चुअली इज डिक्लेर्ड बाय इज अराइव बाय बोथ द स्टेटमेंट परस्पर प्रत्यक्ष सो प्रमाता ही अव्युत्पन्न प्रथम यथा प्रत्यक्षादिभ्य अर्थम अवगछति न तथा आमनायत यूजुअली पर्सन गेन्स इज नॉलेज फ्रॉम परसेप्शन राइट टू बिगिन विथ एंड नॉट फ्रॉम वेदास तत्र व्युत्पत्यादि अपेक्षत्वाद बिकॉज टू नो व्हाट वेदास इज रिक्वायर्स रियली लर्निंग सो विदाउट लर्निंग आल्सो यू नो थिंग्स इन योर डे टू डे लाइफ बट देन If you have not learned the Vedas, then you you do not know what the Vedas say. So do pramana apekshya dvayo swart anapekshatva dhyuktam. Okay.
ओके गोवन लाइन बिलो अत्र उच्चरे लोकानुसारतः द्विविधो ही विषय शब्दानाम नो दिस इज व्हाट वी एक्चुअली वांट टू वी वांट टू डिस्कस दिस लोकानुसारतः द्विविधो ही विषय शब्दानाम द वर्ड्स हैव एक्चुअली टू थिंग्स टू कन्वे वर्ड्स कैन कन्वे टू थिंग्स विषय मींस द मीनिंग वर्ड्स कैन हैव टू काइंड्स ऑफ मीनिंग्स लोकानुसारतः एस फाउंड इन वर्ड डे टुडे यू नो डे टुडे यूजेज द्वारतस्च तात्परितस्च बाय द्वारा एंड बाय तात्परिय बाय द्वारा दे बिकम दी दी मीन्स बाय बाय बिकमिंग मीन्स दे कन्वे मीनिंग एंड बाय तात्परिय बाय परपोर्ट दे कन्वे दी मीनिंग सो वर्ड्स कन्वे मीनिंग इन टू वेज बाय दी मीनिंग बिकम्स द्वारा वर्ड्स बिकम द द्वारा टू कन्वे मीनिंग और वर्ड्स बिकम यथा एकस्मिन वाक्ये पदानाम पदार्थाः द्वारतः वाक्यार्थस्य तात्परितः विषयः यथा एकस्मिन वाक्ये इन एनी वन सेंटेंस पदार्थाः पदानाम द्वारतः द मीनिंग ऑफ द वर्ड्स दे कन्वे द सेंस बाय बिकमिंग द्वारा द गेटवे एंड वाक्यार्थस्य तात्परितः विषयः सो वाक्यार्थ इज पदार्थ एंड वाक्यार्थ What is padartha? The meaning of individual words in a sentence. The sentence which is made up of several words. Every word has its own meaning. That's called padartha. So then a word has its own meaning. At the same time a word conveys its own meaning. At the same time, the sentence is meant to convey a unified idea. A sentence is meant to convey a unified idea. That's called tatpariya. So what is the purport or the unified idea of a sentence? So then words also convey, they become the gateway of conveying the unified idea. <coughs> Such as Vayurvai Kshepishtha Devada, the wind is a swift deity. So wind is a swift deity. So each word has its own meaning, wind is wind, is is is, a is a. So each pada or word has its own meaning. At the same time, each meaning, the meaning of the word wind, meaning of the word is, each meaning they, in combination, convey the tatparya or the unified sense of the whole sentence. So words have two purposes to serve. They give and convey their own meaning. At the same time, that meaning in combination, other words, conveys a unified idea. Thus, these two, so dvarataha and tatparyataha. They become dvara, they become gateway to convey the meaning of the tatparya or the unified idea of the whole sentence. Evam vakyadve ek vakyatayamapi Similarly also in the two sentences like vayurvik shepishtha devata that vayur is swift deity and vayam shvetam alaveta one is arthavada vakya other is vidhi vakya vayam shvetam alaveta one should offer this shveta or the white animal. So these two sentences are there. It's called vakya. These two vakyas also convey one sense. So shabda eka vakyada and vakya eka vakyada. In a given sentence, the words convey one sentence. When it comes to two sentences like arthavada and vidhi, then two sentences convey one sense. <coughs> so here Bhavadikara gives an example. Yatha iyam devadatiyaha gau kretavyayadi ekam vakyam. Iyam devadattiyaha gauhu kritavya. You can say devadattasya gauhu kritavya. But devadattiyaha, you know, gauhu. Devadattiyaha what? Devadattasya. This cow belongs to devadatta should be sold. You know, this cow should be purchased, you can say. You should purchase this cow, devadatta's cow should be purchased. So this is a vidivakya. Kritavya. This cow should be purchased. This is vidivakya. Why should I purchase it? This is another vakya then. So, esha bhuk shirayadi. Hey, this cow gives a lot of milk. So, therefore, by this, this statement, esha bhuk shira, this cow gives a lot of milk, praises the cow. And that's how it supports this vidhi, this cow must be purchased. So, you say, why do you say this? This cow gives a lot of milk. So, what purpose does it serve? 
then you realize that, hey, because he says this cow is worth purchasing. <coughs> so this Arthavada, this cow is a lot of milk. So two vakyas are there. Esha, Bahukshira. So this vakya has two words, Esha, Bahukshira. This cow, this is, has a lot of milk. So each word has a meaning. The same time that the meaning is what? This cow has, gives a lot of milk. And then that vakya in turn becomes also a, a dwara. Then this cow has a lot of milk becomes dwara for supporting the vidhi kretavya that this cow must be purchased. <coughs> As explained here, idya paramta dasya bhokshiratva pratipadanam dwaram. To say that the cow gives a lot of milk becomes a dwara, becomes a means of supporting the vidhi kretavya, this cow should be purchased. So understand what is meant by dwaram. So by, by enabling us to understand, by revealing the fact that the cow gives a lot of milk, that fact of cow giving a lot of milk becomes a dwara or a means of conveying these purport that this cow is worth purchasing. <coughs> so tatparyam to kretavyadi vakyantarate. So one is dwaram, other is tatparyam. What is dwaram? This cow gives a lot of milk. What is tatparam? It should be purchased. So tatparyam, the vidhi is what? It should be purchased. But then, for you to purchase, you must have a motivation to purchase. Therefore, this, that this cow gives a lot of milk, becomes dwara, and that it should be purchased is tatparyam. So dwara and tatparyam. So here one sentence gives meaning as by, through dwara, other sentence gives meaning through tatparyam. <coughs> Tatra, yadvārataha, tat pramānāntara virode anyatha niyate. There is the meaning that this cow gives a lot of milk. Suppose it contradicted what your perception says, you know. In this case it does not, it just, in case, in this case it stays what is, you know. It's just anuvāda actually. But then suppose yūpaha ādityah, it contradicts what it says. In that case, Anyathaniyate, then you have to explain sentence, not literally, but then by, by Lakshanavati. Yatha visham bhakshaya divakyam, that's all. So another, another sentence, Yatha visham bhakshaya, eat poison, iti vakyam. Maas chagrahe bhungshvayati vakyantarartha paramsat. What it means is not that you eat poison, but don't eat at this fellow's home. So food that you know this fellow's home is poison. So eat poison. So I want to go and eat that. Eat poison. Meaning that don't eat that. So eat poison actually contradicts what your perception is not poison. So dwara is what? Then it is to discourage this person from eating food in that particular house. So now then you have to take it only gunavada. This food is not poison. Then what? What the poison does is what this food also does. The poison kills you. The food also is, will create papa and ultimately will kill you. So poison damages you. Eating food also damages This food also damages you. So in terms of damaging is a guna. Common to both poison as well as food. So it is guna vada. Yatradu tatvaryam. So as far as the avantaravakya is concerned. Avan, meaning avantaravakya contradicts the other means of knowledge, then take it guna. But suppose tatparya contradicts, meaning that uh, the tatparya is that eating at this fellow's home will damage. Now if that contradicts the perception, that this person is a noble person, you know, sometimes your own dvesha, sometimes because of your own dvesha you say, don't go there, that will hurt you, etc. In fact, it does not. So, yatru tatparyam tatra manantara virode. So where tatparya contradicts, what you know through the means of knowledge, Paurushem Apramanameva Bhavati, then you don't accept that statement. Is Paurushem, it comes from this person. That means that there is some raga. For example, if you look at the, on page 270, look at Nyaya Nirnaya, sixth line from the bottom. Just because the sentence conveys a meaning doesn't mean that the meaning is established. 
तत्प्रत्यय से राग प्राप्त तया भ्रमत्वाद बिकॉज वॉट इज सेन मे बी आउट ऑफ राग और द्वेश एंड सो इट इज भ्रम एंड नॉट ए रियालिटी सो दिस फेलो बिकॉज ही हेट्स दिस अदर पर्सन देफ ही सेज डोंट ईट दैट not that eating that at that person where you know at house is wrong or bad but this person says out of his dvesha you know out of his dislike then you do not accept that as pramanam because otherwise you take shabda is pramanam so what this person says is pramanam so when a elderly person says hey don't go don't eat in that house you take it literally but later you realize that that was said because of his dvesha then that statement is a pramanam <laughs> so where tatparya contradicts the knowledge from the means of knowledge then that tatparya should not be accepted it says aprama purusham apramanam eva bhavati but how about vedanta what the vedanta say about them vedantastu purvapari alochanaya nirastha samasta bheda prapancha brahm pratipadana paraha apurushetaya svata siddhatva svata siddha tatvika pramana bhavaha santah tatvika प्रमाण भाव अभावात् प्रमाण भावात् प्रत्यक्षादीन प्रत्याव्य साम्यवहारिके तस्मिन् व्यवस्थापयन्ति लुक एट द लैंग्वेज यू नो ऑफ दिस पीपल हियर भावमति इज लैंग्वेज इज सो फ्लोइंग यू नो एंड देन सो ब्यूटीफुल सो इज भाष्यकार इज लैंग्वेज सच ब्यूटीफुल लैंग्वेज हियर भावमतिकार आल्सो बट भावमति इज समवेयर डिफिकल्ट भाष्यकार इज रिलेटिवली इजी टू अंडरस्टैंड यू नो बट हाउ अबाउट वेदांत वेदांतास्तु पौर्वापुरी आलोचनया वेन यू कम टू वेदांता सो देन इट इज उपक्रम उपसंहारण ऑल ऑफ दिस वेन यू एग्जामिन देम आर दिंग निरस्त समस्त भेद प्रपंच ब्रह्म प्रतिपादन परा वी फाइंड दैट वेदांता दात्पर्य वेदांता इज इन कन्वेइंग ब्रह्मन वट इज ब्रह्मन वन विदउट अ सैकंड सो nirasta samasta bheda prapancha so vedanta say that all the bheda the duality that you find in the universe is not real among the behind this duality or diversity is unity and so vedanta conveys unity or oneness declaring that enabling us to see the mithyatvam or unreality of this duality apurushaya apur and that this knowledge apurushaya is not a product of a human mind because no human mind can ever arrive at unity from diversity because you perceive diversity so you take it to be real vedanta says no what perception says is not real what we say is real and the examine your perception says something but use your buddhi so perception says there is a part but use your buddhi is there a part what is there is only clay and so therefore vedanta then this would say this is clay and this is atom and this is molecule this is brahman so that's how there is another way of knowing through the buddhi that's called understanding even though you see something you understand it differently even though in a mirror you see many reflections you understand only one person there so even though the perception reveals manyness of a person of yourself or your face you only take one face as real so that is understand that's called knowledge that's called viveka gnanam discriminative knowledge so so vedanta give a discriminative knowledge even though your sense organs reveal the multitude multiplicity diversity disparity and still in reality in the womb of all this disparity there is unity look at everything even though there are differences there is oneness also asti bhati priyam that there is this is the mahasamanya is the universal oneness there so then they make us see this fact vedanta reveals what is vedanta what you are experiencing also so vedanta only explains our experiences you know so vedanta is the pramanam not like eyes is not anadigatam abadi anadigatam abadi the meaning in that sense abadi the meaning is not anadigatam that it's only known atma is only known to you so vedanta explains the experience of atma does not reveal atma atma is self revealing through the self revealing so science also does not in fact reveal the truth it explains the truth so also vedanta does not reveal the truth because to the self revealing vedanta explains the truth because to the self revealing and because invariably we misunderstand it 
and can carry wrong notions about it, Deva Vedanta explains the truth and enables us to see how to look at the truth. So look at the truth this way, then you can, you can look at it this way, then you can see the truth. Just as in a, in a, in a, in a let us say, a, a, a painting, there are all kinds of lines in there, you know. You see nothing but a jumble of different lines, curves and so forth. Then somebody draws their attention. You see Lord Krishna here? I don't see it. Look at the eyes. Oh, then you see the eyes. You look at this nose. Oh, then you see the nose. The lips. Then slowly but surely you see the whole figure of Lord Krishna, which you could not see earlier. So it's not that you did not experience that. It was perceived by you but not understood by you, or understood wrongly, there is a jumble of lines. Then you require somebody to draw your attention. So, so you pursue this life, it is all jumble. So it looks like. And then Vedanta says, look, there is a harmony, there is unity, there is beauty, there is oneness there, there is your own self. What you are seeing is yourself. And so it makes us see. See through the eyes of the mind's eye, not through this eye. So now, you will lay, once you recognize Lord Krishna, even if you see those jumble of lines, you will see still Lord Krishna. There are those three dimensional paintings are there, you know. So in the beginning when you see, you can't see anything, but then you focus your eyes. So Swamiji, focus here at this point here and look at it intently. And then you see the depth in there and you see Lord Shiva sitting on a lotus and then, you know, all kinds of things. And then all lotuses, omkaras all around. Once you see this several times, then... You can, then when you look at it, you don't miss it. Otherwise you miss. So you need somebody to show you what is. That's all. Vedanta does not create anything. It doesn't tell you anything new. It is new for you, but otherwise it is existing. So Vedanta gives us the eye of knowledge by which we can understand the life in, as it is. <clears throat> so that way, Nirastha samastha veda prapancha brahma pratipadana paraha. Vedanta in fact revealed the nature of Brahman as nirastha samastha veda, which is devoid of all the duality and diversity, duality or divisions. Apaurusetaya. They are not a product of human mind. Swata siddha tatvika pramana bhavaha. They are tatvika pramana. So that's the pramana means of knowledge that reveals the truth. Sata Siddha is self-evident also. <coughs> so Sata Siddha Tattva, Tattva is self-revealing. And Vedanta enables us to see the self-revealing truth. <coughs> Tattvika Pramana Bhava. So Vedanta is enjoying, enjoy a state of being Tattvika Pramana. Pramana in the real sense. And meaning that Abhaditam, the knowledge that Vedanta has revealed, cannot be negated by any other means of knowledge. Then what about perception? In perception reveals the manyness, the diversity, and Vedanta reveals oneness. So what happens to the knowledge that you gain by perception? So pratyakshadini pratyavya. So far you thought that perception was tatvika pramanam. So far you thought that the perception is the real, reveals the reality. But now you realize what the reality is. So the perception, the place of perception has fallen. Prachavya, from tatvikness, from absolute reality revealing what? Some vyavaharike vyavasthapayanti, that perception is good as far as vyavahara is concerned, as far as the transaction is concerned. Perception is not good enough as far as understanding the reality is concerned. So that's how the state of perception has changed. Formerly you thought, what you see is real. Now you realize that, oh, this is mirage water. Even though you see water, it is not water. Maybe somebody should show you that this Swami is not water. Look at it closely. You realize nothing but the vapors, you know, it's a play of vapors, etc. Then, so perception which revealed water is now relegated to a lower status of revealing only what is apparent and not what is real. So then perception reveals what is apparent, Vedanta reveals what is real. That's how the vyavastha is there of different pramanas. Naja adityova yupahedi vakyam adityasya yupatva pratipadana param apitu yupastudi param na napitu. 
That's why Aditya over Yupaha. So the statement that Yupa is Aditya, it is Vakyam. Aditya Sena Yupatva Pratipadana Param. This Vakya does not reveal that Yupa is Aditya. Then what? Yupastuti Param. It only is meant for Stuti or extolling the Yupa. Tasmat Pramanandar Virode Dwari Bhuto Vishaya Gunavadin Niyate. Therefore, Dwari Bhuta Vishaya. What the Arthavada Vakya conveys, when it contradicts the Pramanantara, then it is only taken in sense of Guna and not in sense of the literally what it says. <coughs> Yatratu Pramanantaram Virodakam Nasti Yatha Devata Vigrahadu. When it is Buddha Arthavada, Vajrahasta Purandaraha. So that reveals that Purandara has a Vigraha, has a body, which you cannot contradict nor can you conform. So, yatratu pramanantaram virodhakam nasti, when do not have any other pramana which contradicts the statement of the Veda. Yatha devata vigrahadav, as in case of vigraha or body of the devata. Tatra dvaradopi vishaya pratyamana, then even though this is only a dvara, even though this statement that purandara is vajrahasta is a dvara to convey some other tatparya, but still, Still you cannot negate that because it says what is. So it does convey the idea or convey the knowledge that Purandara is Vajrahasta. And what's the purpose of the sentence? Is to, is to, the Tatparya is different. The meaning is one, Tatparya is one. So meaning is Dwara to convey the Tatparya. Swarthavada Vakya gives a meaning which becomes Dwara to convey the Tatparya of everything. But the meaning still stands because it does not contradict the knowledge gained from other means of knowledge. Nacha gunavadena netum. You cannot take this statement as gunavada. Why? Koi mukhya sambhavadi gaunam ashrayed ati prasangat. When mukhya meaning is possible, you should not take the secondary meaning. When primary meaning is applicable, you should not go for secondary meaning. Otherwise, everywhere it will happen. Bring water. You know, Badhaswami used to say, because when you discuss this uh, Mahavakya, by Lakshana Vrutti it conveys, you know, and so Tattva Masi conveys not literally by Lakshana Vrutti. Says now, then Swami says, bring water, bring water. Says, Swami says, bring water. So what should I say? You know, so don't apply Lakshana Vrutti there. So where it does not contradict the perception. <laughs> Secondary meaning should be taken only when primary meaning is not applicable. You know, that, you know, water is something that cannot be brought. Suppose you say, bring that mountain. Now, if that is so, then mountain is not something that can be brought. Then you have to take the secondary meaning. But then bring water. Don't go for secondary meaning everywhere, you know. And so, where primary meaning is applicable, one should not go for secondary meaning. <coughs> Etc. Okay. So now we can... Uh, Proceed with the Bhashya. <coughs> look at the, uh, look at Ratna Brahma, page 271, last line. Vigrahar Thavadha Swarthevi Tatpariyavan. It is just read. Vigrahar Thavadha. This Arthavadha, which reveals the Vigraha or body of a Devata, such as Vajrahastha, Purandaraha, or Sah Arodita. That one is mantra. This uh, Sah Arodita is Arthavadha. So, Vigrahartvada, Swarthevi Tatparivan. So, Swarthe, in its own meaning also, it conveys the, its own meaning also. While conveying the, while helping this, the Vidhi, it also conveys its own meaning. Why? Anya Paratvesati, Agnyata, Abhaditarthaka, Shabdatvad, Prayajadivat, Idi Nyaya Mantreshu Atidishati, Nisanyaya. So, from all this discussion, you arrive at this Nyaya. What is it? So, Vigraharthavada Svarthevi Tatparyava. This is the Pratigna. That the Arthavada revealing the Vigraha of Devata is Tatparyava, the purport in its own literal meaning also. <coughs> What's the reason? Anya Paratve Sati. Even though this Arthavada, therefore, Anya Paratva, it conveys the Tatparya is in another sentence. The meaning is one. Tatparya is in this sentence conveying the vidhi. Agnyata, nevertheless, 
it reveals something which you otherwise do not know through other means of knowledge. So Vajrahasta Purasaharodhi, that Rudra wept, or the Purandara is Vajrahasta is Anudigata, Agnyata or Anudigata, meaning cannot be known through any of the means of knowledge. Is Agnyata or Anudigata, either is okay. Abhadir, nor can you dismiss that, nor can you negate or falsify that knowledge also, because there is no way of falsifying also. And so, three things are there. Anyasatvesati, Anyaparatvesati. The Arthavada Vakya has its Tatparya in another Vakya, Vidhi Vakya. Second, Agnyata or Anadigata, it conveys knowledge which cannot be known through the means of knowledge. Abhadita, and the knowledge cannot be contradicted also by the means of knowledge. So therefore, Tatparyavan, this Vakya is, has its Tatparya in its own meaning also. Whereas also, it is tatpari in terms of the vidhi also. <coughs> Prayajadi vakyavata. So, prayaja is a, is a secondary uh, ritual or a secondary uh, homa, which is part of a bigger one called darsha purnamasa. <coughs> For example, says uh, the nyayanirane, fourth line to the bottom, Darsha Purnamasa Adhikara Pathat Prayajadi Anushthanadeva Apurva Siddhi Darsha Purnamasa Adhikara Pathat So Adhikara or Prakarana So since this Prayajadi is a small Yaga For example when there is Satyanayana Katha then there is Varuna Puja also and Ganesha Puja also These are all you know secondary Pujas which make the whole ritual but then you get the result of the whole ritual only when you perform all these little ones also. Otherwise, will not. similarly, the Darsha Purnamasa will give you the result only if you perform the secondary supporting rituals like Prayaja also. Because Darsha Purnamasa Adhikara Pathat, because Prayaja is described in context, in the same context as Darsha Purnamasa. Therefore, Prayaja Anusthana Deva Purvasiddhi. So understand that only if you perform that Prayaja Yaga, that you get the result of the Darsha Purnamasa. <coughs> That's why it is Prayajadi Vakyavat. So how therefore that, that Vakya, because Prayaja conveys that you must actually perform that in order to get the Apurva. Here also that this Purandara is Vajrahasta. You know, because it is, it is read in the same context as a Vidhi and so it is Tatpar and Vidhi at the same time because of these reasons given here, it has its own tatparya also. <coughs> so, mantreshu atidishati, meaning that the conclusion that you arrived with reference to arthavada is also applicable to mantra. Because mantra, arthavada, itihasa, purana and loka are these five things you are con- you know, cited by Bhashyakara. Mantra, arthavada, itihasa, purana and lokeshu. Loka means the common vyavahara or what is commonly known rather. So, Arthavada is discussed in detail, in, in detail. And the conclusion, right, Arthavada also is applicable to mantra. So, Vashyakara says, Etena mantro vyakhyataha. So, the discussion and the conclusion arrived at for Arthavada is also same math applicable, Nyaya rule is applicable to mantra also. So, says Ritna Brava, Vedanta. Anuvada, Gunavadanam, Nirasaya, Hetau, Padani. Three words are used. Anyaparatve Sati, Agnyata, Abhadita, Arthaka. These three actually are the Visheshanas for Hetu. You know, Sabdatva. Tvat means a Hetu, reason. Which has three attributes. So why this Hetu is so elaborate? Three attributes. To exclude other possibilities. So Vedanta. So Vedanta also a Pramana. But it is not Anyaparatva. So Vedanta is Swarthe Pramana, Swatah Pramana. Therefore, Anyaparatva is the excluded Vedanta. Other two are applicable. Abad Anadigata and Abadita. That applies to Vedanta. Anyaparatva is does not apply to Vedanta because Vedanta is Swartha. Vedanta conveys its own meaning, not conveys meaning through something. It is not a Dwara. So therefore, this description of Hetu excludes Vedanta. Then Anuvada. So Agnyata or Anadigata, 
Anuvada is what? What you already know through other means of knowledge. But then, this is Anadhikata. Bhutar Savada is Anadhikata means that, so when there is an earth Savada where? Anya Paratvesati, Agnya Anadhikata, and Abhadita. <coughs> so Anadhikata excludes the Anuvada. Because Anuvada is what? What is already known, reiterating what is already known. But so what is already known is not that in Bhutar Savada. At the same time, Gunavada. Gunavada is Yaditya Yupaha. That there is a Bada. So it is Abadita. So Gunavada excluded. Anadikata. Anuvada excluded. Anya Paratvesati. Vedanta is excluded. So excluding these three, it then actually concentrates or it, it concludes only in one, in, by, it actually uh, culminates into only what we call Bhutasavada. So these three padas, these three words are given to only narrow it down to Bhutasavada and exclude everything else. So this is the Lakshana, which distinguish it from everything else. There should not be Ativyapti, should not be Avyapti. Ativyapti should not include too many things. If you did not quote, did not state all these three, then it would have included Vedanta and so many things. If you ex- included many other things, then it will exclude also this Bhutartavada. So say the right thing, adequate thing, to exclude what is to be excluded and include what is to be included. <coughs> so that's the Bhutartavada. In short, the discussion says wherever Bhutartavada is there, then you can take those words literally, like Vajrahastha Purandara or Saharodit, those are Bhutartavada because you cannot verify it, nor can you contradict it. You simply depend upon the Shabda or the Shastra for that information. Therefore, that information will be taken literally. Then that Arthavada and Mantra. So, same thing applies to Mantra. Where what Mantra says cannot be contradicted, cannot be verified. Then Mantra also, what Mantra says, like Vajrahastha Purandara should be taken literally. So, like Bhuta Arthavada. <coughs> Where mantra contradicts, then it's a different thing. It verifies that a different thing. No contradiction, no verification, then it is similar to Bhutarthavada. So what rule applies to Bhutarthavada also applies to mantra. <coughs> Therefore, if mantra and Bhutarthavada reveal the vigraha of a devata, then it's a proof that devata is vigraha. Because those statements convey their meaning as literally. Okay. Oh, one more sentence. Ubhaya Paratvi Vakya Vedaha Avantara Arthasya Mahavakya Arthatvadi Bhavaha. So now what has happened is, this Arthavada, Bhuta Arthavada, has two meanings to convey. Its own meaning to convey also, and it also conveys the Tatparya, Adhuvidhi. Like Vayurvaik Shepishtha Devata conveys its own meaning, that Vayu is a swift deity. Same time, the Tatparya is what? In Vayam Shvetam Alabhed Bhut Alabheda Bhuti Kamaha. Tatpari is in the Vedi. So one vakya conveys two things. Its own meaning by way of Dwara and Tatparya by way of Stuti. So it conveys Stuti also, conveys its own meaning. How can one vakya convey two? So says, Nacha Ubhayaparatva Vakya Vedaha. Even then it is not one vakya not conveying two two contradictory things or different things. Avantarasya Mahavakyatvad. This praising of the Vayu is for extolling the Vidhi. Therefore, it is not a separate meaning. The meaning is one consistent meaning. Meaning this Vakya in conjunction with the Vidhi Vakya conveys a unified idea that this Vidhi should be performed. Like Bahukshesha Bahukshira. This cow gives a lot of milk. Devadattasya Gavhu Kritavya. The Devadatta's cow should be purchased. Now, this Esha Bhokshira, this cow gives a lot of milk, conveys two things. Now, where it conveys that the cow gives milk, secondly, it also praises the cow and that way motivates you to buy the cow. So, therefore, it has two purposes to serve, giving its own meaning as well as stuti for supporting the vidhi. But this is not Vakya Bheda. So ultimately the purpose of praising the cow is only to extol the, I mean is only for the purpose of vidhi. Therefore, only one idea is conveyed, not two ideas. <coughs> okay. Om 
పూర్ణమద పూర్ణమిదం పూర్ణాత్ పూర్ణముదే పూర్ణస్యూర్ణమాదాయ పూర్ణమేవావశిష్యంకరాచార్యం కేశవం బాదరాయణం సూత్రభాష్యకృతౌ వందే భగవంతౌ పున పునః ఈశ్వరో గురురాత్మే మూర్తిభేద విభాగినే వ్యోమవ్యాప్తేహాయ దక్షిణామూర్తయే నమ శాంతిశాంతిశాంతి హరి ఓ శ్రీ గురుభ్యో నమ హరి ఓ